Welcome to A View in Focus, the show where we talk with entrepreneurs from technology startups and high growth companies. We get to hear their stories about entrepreneurship, leadership, strategy, management, and fundraising. I'm your host, Dino De Palma, Managing Partner at True North Advisory, where we work alongside entrepreneurs, industry leaders, and PE firms as their strategic advisors. Today, I have the pleasure of spending time with a longtime friend, uh, Indrajit Ghosh, but much better known as IG in, in our world. He is the CEO of Connects, where they simplify business connectivity, collaboration, security, and service assurance. They are dealing with today's new challenges around borderless world that we have in our enterprises. And I look forward to spending about a half hour with my friend IG and getting to know him even a little better than I do after 20 years. So IG, uh, welcome to the first podcast that uh, we're having uh, at True North. Good morning, Dino. Uh, nice to be here with you this morning and, uh, you know, wish you continued success and lots of, uh, you know, success on this uh, new launch. And I think you found your calling. Uh <laughs> well, <laughs> well I, I, I really appreciate that, uh, IG. You know, you and me have traveled the world. We've known one another for over 20 years, dealing with the largest enterprises and service providers, trying to provide them with technology to make communications all that much better. But one of the things I don't know is, you know, who was IG as a little boy? Like, where were you born? What did you like to do? Like, give us a little insight on, on uh, you know, IG maybe uh, a few years prior. Uh, uh, <laughs> so nothing really uh you know uh that probably uh exciting uh you know pretty uh, normal uh sort of i'll say uh probably upbringing but i was born in uh, calcutta for those of you probably don't know where that is right you know sort of i guess land of mother Teresa, right so that's kind of where you know i was uh born and went to uh school there in don bosco park circus uh from there i uh was able to uh you know really uh uh, you know, I came to the U.S. Uh, for my uh, education. My childhood was really, you know, again, like any other uh, normal, uh, you know, uh, you know, kid, right? You know, just curious and then, uh, you know, try to sort of, I guess, you know, uh, have fun. And, you know, incidentally, right, you know, you know me as IG, but actually the true IG was my uh, grandfather, who was the uh, inspector general of police of, uh, you know, in, in, in a state in Orissa. So that was the you know, so how IG originally said, I guess, got started. And, you know, just uh, uh, by way of, uh, again, you know, and this is instilled in my DNA, right? So he was a gold medalist in mathematics, right? And oh, so wow. he started uh, instilling in me, you know, the value of uh, geometry and trigonometry when I was probably barely learning how to sort of pedal a bicycle, right? So that's kind of how... You know, the whole IG DNA, right, has been instilled in me, right, from the real inspector general. Wow. Probably this is why you have such a great technical acumen and uh, you get technology. It was uh, your grandfather uh, got your chops going early on, I see. Certainly did. Certainly did. Not that I didn't appreciate it uh, back then. Now, uh, truly, as I look back, certainly had a lot to do with it. And did you play any sports? Anything that you know? I know. Yeah, I, you know, I, I dabbled a little bit in cricket, and but uh, mostly, you know, uh, tennis uh, back in the day, right? You know, so I, I was uh, uh, 
you know, uh, quite a bit uh, of a tennis player. Yeah. And what was it like? I mean, before we get into some real business questions, I mean, you and, my, you and me actually are both immigrants. I'm from a little closer, but I'm from Canada. You're from uh, India. You know, what was it like traveling to uh, a brand new country? You know, what, what was it like getting into school? Like, just tell us a little bit about those challenges as you were. Yeah, no, uh, great uh, question, Dino. And I mean, I was fortunate enough, right? So my dad, uh, right, was uh, a barrister. So and again, for those who don't know who that is, right? So he had his uh, education in England as a, as a lawyer, right? So uh, I was fortunate enough, right, and blessed, right, to have always uh, had uh, a very good uh, foundation and education at home, and then to be able to also be exposed to some of the best and brightest, uh, you know, schools. Um, and uh, really the whole sort of, I guess, you know, opportunity to be exposed to kind of the Western culture, right? So actually, so this is another sort of, I guess, you know, a little tidbit about IG, you probably don't know. I used to actually dabble quite a bit in, in uh, guitar, and I'll tell you a wow. story about that, right, in terms of how I was in a, you know, school band, right, you know, playing blues and rock and roll, and, um, you know, and, and so, uh, you know, to, uh, actually, that's one of the reasons, right, so, my, uh, I guess, little known secret, right, you know, that, uh, you know, uh, I applied to various schools, but my top was, you know, really, um, you know, uh, Tulane and New Orleans, right, and I had a fascination for, you know, basically, you know, jazz and blues, um, with the golden desire, right, to sort of be a blues musician, right, so fast forward, right, you know, when I land in New Orleans, and I see all these guys, with their hats out in the streets, right? And I'm like, okay, how come, you know, you're not, uh, I guess, you know, basically uh, with a granny award, right? And they quickly sort of resonated with me. I had to figure out something else <laughs> so, as a golden target rather than being a blues musician. So I was just, you know, really phenomenal, fascinated with all the uh, talent there. But uh, yeah, so I think, you know, the assimilation from that aspect was I was already exposed to, you know, obviously uh, the language wasn't an issue. Uh, and, you know, sort of, I guess, being exposed to some of the Western culture, et cetera, right? You know, uh, it wasn't that much of an issue, although uh, I'll say this is now going back probably about, you know, I'll say probably 30, 35, 40 years probably now, right? In terms of, um, you know, uh, a lot has changed, uh, to say the yeah. least, right? In terms of, you know, basically, I, I think I was, uh, you know, uh, probably, uh, you know, the early wave, if you will, right? You know, now you, you could see a lot more, uh, you know, Asian Americans uh, across, uh, you know, uh, our society. But, uh, you know, I, I think I was fortunate enough and, and blessed enough to be, have been, you know, part of the early wave. And there was, you know, clearly uh, some, uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, uh, differences in terms of understanding, you know, cultural biases and, and, and whatnot, right? So, uh, so that was, uh, you know, uh, actually yeah, interesting. We, I, We've certainly come a long way for sure, but still a long way to go. Uh, you know, diversity is certainly much more part of our daily um, language, but but there's certainly, um, I think, a lot of work to be done without being too political. But, you know, that being said, as an aside, actually, uh, it's good to know you're, you're, uh, you're a musician because uh, I'm a drummer, as you know, my dad was a jazz pianist, and uh, we have the Broadsoft band. So uh, if ever we have a reunion, uh, whether it's Broadsoft or or Acme, uh, you'll, we'll have to get you up on stage, my friend. Oh, yeah, well, uh, I would look for it, but you know what? You got to give me so it's been It's been a while, right? You know, as you uh, know, like, you know. It'll come right back. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I wanted to, to maybe segue into a little more on, on uh, taking those experiences that you've had. Obviously, you know, you, you um, have had a very successful career 
maybe walk us through some you know early challenges uh, as you were building the business uh, that you were like, wow, I just don't know how I'm going to get through this uh, for you know younger entrepreneurs and where you persevere. Give us like one or two examples because you know in our world all we talk about is all the great successes. You know, I sold a company for X billion and you know I'm the CEO of this, but you know, entrepreneurs, uh, one of the things we also find, there's there's a failure rate that's pretty high, right? So walk us through some of the challenges that, that you had and, and, and how you made it through. Now, uh, happy to, Dina. And again, I mean, you know, this is, again, really, uh, hopefully, uh, you'll start to get an appreciation for, you know, in terms of, you know, how my whole uh, sort of, I guess, life has been, uh, I'll say, uh, a series of... Uh, turning uh, adversity into an advantage, right? And so um, I started my career, right? Uh, I got my um, basically intro in, into really, um, let's say, let's call it data communications and, and networking while I was, you know, at, at Tulane. I was working actually while I was going to school there, right? Also working for Tulane Computing Services. And uh, at the time, Tulane really, um, had two campuses uptown, downtown, and, you know, really uh, interconnected with fiber. They had, you know, Gandalf Moxes, you know, mainframe 3090. They were, they were trying to migrate to risk 6,000, uh, token ring, X25, uh, and modernizing all that to IP. Fast forward, right, I basically lend a uh, job in Wall Street, and um, that was kind of really, you know, I was, you know, hoping to make a career, you know, at, at Citibank, right, at, at Wall Street, you know, transforming all of cities, um, 90 different countries, legacy, 11 global disparate networks. And fast forward, right, you know, basically City uh, announced the first largest global outsourcing deals at the time to, you know, at t Solutions. And so, you know, basically I had no idea that as part of that whole, uh, I guess, outsource initiative that my job also uh, had to move over to at t And so, of course, you know, not by choice, and so that really precipitated and, and prompted, right, you know, the birth of really, you know, uh, going uh, and starting, you know, our, our own, you know, sort of, I guess, you know, consulting services, you know, firm. And so we were really, you know, I, I was thrust into really uh, this whole new sort of, I guess, you know, way of thinking, right? Because, you know, traditionally, we're just kind of grown up, hey, you go to school, you go to college, you get a job, you retire with a Rolex watch. Right. So I was also kind of fortunate enough to have been thrust into this, you know, sort of, I guess, hey, there's yet another sort of avenue and path. And, um, you know, it's the school of hard knocks. Right. You know, you got to just figure and do, out. And do you think and do you think there's a DNA there, IG, like um, or is it can it be learned? Like, you know, the, the person who goes, I'm going to start my own company. I see an opportunity. Um, you know, what are your thoughts around that? Yeah. So 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 actually a couple of things. Right. So one. Right. You know, of course, um, I was fortunate it happened at a very uh, sort of, I guess, the early part of my career. Uh, two, I was also fortunate, right, in terms of have had some good mentors, right, that, uh, you know, gave me the guidance in terms of, you know, basically, hey, you know, continue down the path of, right, you know, basically employment versus basically exploring something uh, from an entrepreneurial perspective. And, uh, you know, uh, I also happen to have had, uh, uh, you know, uh, obviously from my family perspective, right, on my mother's side, right, you know, they had, you know, uh, businesses, successful businesses. So, you know, that I, I think the entrepreneurial sort of like this bug and spirit was in my blood. And so I just, you know, basically took the leap of faith to be very candid with you, right? And, you know, there was no at that, you know, stage of my life, right, now that I look back, you know, there was no business plan, there was no 
sort of, I guess, you know, understanding of total addressable market and, you know, all of the sort of, I guess, you know, uh, goals and objectives you got to have to sort of, I guess, you know, really, you know, drive, you know, a, a proper sort of, I guess, you know, strategy to execute against, right, you know, from a formal business plan perspective. It was really, hey, you know what, uh, this is, you know, kind of the really uh, the consulting services at that time, you know, how do we really, you know, sort of, I guess, you know, drive awareness, you know, in, in the market, because no one really, you know, knew us, we were working, right, you know, basically as consultants in Wall Street. Uh, and these were like, you know, the very early days, uh, if you could recall, right, you know, and I, I think, yep. you know, the demand was pretty high, right, in terms of, uh, you know, having um, the right set of folks who could understand and spell, you know, IP communications uh, in those days, right, because a lot of folks that were like still legacy, so I guess telecom, a lot of SNA, a lot of DECnet, a lot of X25, so Cisco and 3Com and all these companies were just sort of, I guess, arriving on the scene, right, to sort of help transform. So I was fortunate to really have been, uh, you know, uh, exposed to sort of, you know, that side of the business. But then that there was some, you know, clearly uh, lots of good learning that came out of it, right? As I reflect, right, in terms of, okay, uh, how do you scale and grow, right? You know, to the next project and the next project and the next project. And so, so let, 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 yeah. let, let's, let's double click on that because, you know, I've been part of your journey, right? When you were Atlas Communications and now, your connects, you've been very resilient, you've known when to pivot. So talk to me about that, right? Especially during COVID, uh, companies have had to do that. It's a real challenging time. How do you know maybe when to stop, call it a day? How do you know when to pivot? Like maybe provide some gui guidance for the entrepreneurs who are listening out there that say, geez, you know, when do I pivot? When do I make these major changes? Because you made major changes to your business. These weren't small. So maybe give us a little learning there, IG, as well. Yeah, sure, Dina. You know, happy to. So one thing, right, you know, basically uh, I've learned along the way, right, and it took me a while to also, um, you know, kind of figure it out, right, relative to uh, that uh, you got to always be a student, right? Uh, sometimes a teacher, but never sort of claim to be an expert, because when you sort of claim to be an expert, that's when sort of guess you stop learning, you stop growing, right? So, you know, uh, from, so from our perspective and my perspective, I've, you know, obviously uh, really try to continue to sort of do a, a lot of research. It's it's the basics in terms of trying to sort of, I guess, you know, have your finger on the pulse, talking to customers, talking to partners, seeing their spend trends, seeing some of the dynamics in terms of, you know, which way, you know, basically, uh, you know, the decisions uh, that they're making, right? You know, the technologies that they're choosing, right? And if you look at right in terms of you know uh, the world we live in now, right? You know it's far from simplified. It's if anything, right? It's more complex than ever, right? Since you know I think yeah. you and me have both been at this for a very long time, and you know the whole sort of, I guess you know as a as a as a community of technologists, right? So we promise simplification, but I you know have to admit I, I think we've done just the reverse right you know we haven't simplified anything we've if anything we've complicated right you know and, and made things more convoluted right and so you know the key here is to be able to kind of really have you know your sixth sense right in terms of kind of really making sure you know you kind of have first off you got to know right from your perspective right in terms of as, as an individual as a company right you know what's your purpose right what's your sort of I guess true north right uh, and to be able to really sort of, I guess, make sure that uh, all of the uh, decisions and all of the changes that are happening surrounding you, right, help you 
sort of, I guess, move the needle, right, towards your end objective. Now, you so, know, the paths could change, right, because of, you know, obviously different market trends and geopolitical reasons, et cetera. But as long as you keep moving the needle forward, right, and making sure you're growing and you're dynamic and changing, that's the key. That's And, and so let's segue into, because I think that's a good segue into culture, right? Uh, and especially in this brand new world where, you know, we had the pandemic, how, uh, through all these changes, did you maintain a strong culture um, and that was true to your vision. Um, you know, maybe give some hints there because we had remote workers. I mean, I know you're in this business, this is what you do, but uh, still must have been challenging. Maybe give us a, a few little hints uh, around that as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, it's, uh, you know, um, I, I think it, to me, you know, some of the really, uh, you know, foundational, uh, you know, aspects, right, in terms of, uh, building trust, right? Because, uh, you know, it's really all about uh, whether, you know, there's this whole sort of, I guess, you know, kind of, uh, I'll say, um, sort of fear of, hey, uh, you know, if, if somebody's, you know, kind of sitting outside my office, right? Um, you know, the view uh, and sort of, I guess, the perception, the productivity level is X versus if somebody's sort of remote and virtual, right? You know, uh, perhaps uh, the productivity, right? You know, basically it's not as much, right? But I, I'll tell you, right, because of, you know, uh, obviously we had no choice and not only us, right? You know, the world at large got thrust into this whole, you know, virtual world, right? I, I saw, right, you know, the productivity probably has been in you know, highest, right? Because uh, people, you know, were, of course, engaged and people were uh, obviously committed. But then we started to also see a little bit of, uh, you know, burnout. Right. And, uh, you know, because of the long hours that everybody, uh, you know, was putting in. I mean, because, you know, and, and thanks again, right, to all of the obviously first responders and all the technologists, candidly. Right. Because those are the two communities of folks who have kept us going. Right. If you look yep, at over the, no the last 20, 24, you know, uh, months or so, right? So uh, I think there's been a lot of long hours on, on both sides. So, you know, you start, it's natural, right? People start to sort of fade and how do you continue to your point, uh, sort of, you know, boost their morale and uh, continue to sort of, I guess, give them a sense of purpose, right? So it comes back to, right, you know, kind of really making sure people are engaged because they believe in, you know, the purpose, right? And the vision and the mission, right? Uh, and it's really giving them, you know, a, a sense of empowerment, right? So that they feel, right, that they can really contribute, right, from, you know, whatever capacity, whether they are sort of in DevOps, engineering, you know, in operations and finance, being tied to, you know, sort of that cause. And, you uh, know, uh, as leaders, we need to sort of, I guess, communicate, right? That's, that's our job is to be able to cultivate, uh, you know, a transparent culture where sort of we're communicating, we're collaborating, and we're also being transparent in terms of the results and making sure that they feel that they're part of, you know, obviously the success, right? Because of their direct contribution. I mean, that's no secret. That's really- No, that, that's a really good response. But to that note, and maybe a little, you know, sort of uh, put uh, connects on the, you know, at the front here, what's your, um, what's your aspirations for, for uh, connects, you know, as, as CEO? Where, where do you want to be? Yeah, no. Uh, so uh, like uh, any other, uh, you know, I guess, uh, right, we want to sort of, I guess, you know, scale and grow, right? So we want to 10x our business. I think we're very blessed and fortunate, right, you know, to uh, 
uh, have had the foresight in, in uh, you know, the vision to have pivoted, right, you know, from, I think you heard the sort of story in the journey, right, in terms of from being professional services, consulting service, and managed service, and now platform as a service. And if you look at where uh, the world is right now, it's all about, you know, having, you know, simplified, integrated, multi-service um, connectivity and collaboration, because that's foundational, right? So if you look at even, you know, uh, how we're, you know, conducting this podcast, right? You know, it's all remote, it's foundational, right? In terms of, you know, having, you know, reliable connection and reliable, so I guess, collaboration tool. And so this really is the new method and means of, you know, basically all businesses, right? So whether you're in healthcare, retail. Uh, so I think we're very bullish, right? In terms of, you know, basically our business and how we feel that uh, we're solving a very specific need for all enterprises, not just, you know, because again, as you know, I come, you know, from a Wall Street background. And then, of course, we have obviously clients in, you know, retail and sort of government markets. But I think we can now really help drive value to every segment of every enterprise. That's what I'm really bullish about. And, uh, you know, we continue to sort of, I guess, you know, really innovate and continue to really sort of drive value. Fantastic. I, I have one last question for you, IG. IG wasn't the CEO of Connects. Tell me, you know, where would you be? What would you be doing? I, that's a, <laughs> you know, you know, uh, you've known me a, a very long time. I mean, I, I just like to solve problems, right? You know, so whatever those problems are, uh, and I think there's a lot of problems to be solved, uh, you know, in, in this world outside of, you know, of course, tech. I also do dabble, and I think you and I probably also share the same passion, right? In terms of, you know, uh, food and music and golf right so um you know i, I do like uh you know from a food perspective bringing this whole so i guess you know the whole view of uh yeah i like interoperability right so fusion right so that's what i dabble in in terms of you know basically how do you really sort of i guess you know kind of bring multi-ethnic sort of you know fusion uh so that's where i would probably uh spend a lot more time right you know learning right to how to excel in those, you know, areas, right, in terms of, you know, my going back to my sort of, I guess, playing my guitar, right, and uh, maybe perhaps, you know, uh, doing some more sort of, I guess, culinary sort of, I guess, you know, sort of skills acquisition, and then, you know, perhaps get better on my, uh, at my golf game. Well, maybe in our golden age, we could uh, open up a small night uh, jazz club with some, you know, tapas and some uh, some select wines uh, you know maybe that could be our retirement plan <laughs> I, 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 lo I love that uh, Dino absolutely well I, I have to tell you thank you so much for joining our first episode it's always uh, great to be the first uh, we're excited um, for you all to stay tuned for our next episode uh, we'll be posting these every week uh, and follow us on LinkedIn uh, we're excited to get on this journey and to meet entrepreneurs uh, that will have insights on how you build um, a successful company moving forward. And uh, we'll discuss both the, the successes and the failures through these um, podcasts, because I think both need to be tackled. So once again, IG, I can't thank you enough uh, for being our first guest and uh, bearing with me as I, I get through uh, how to, you know, interviewing folks. And uh, I look forward to doing this again real soon. Yeah, no, thank you again for uh, having me humbled and honored, right, to be the first, you know, and uh, continued success on this. Uh, like I said, you, you're, a, you're a natural at this. So uh, yeah. lots of luck. You're a kind man.